Hello, and welcome to Victory Chat with Jackie. I'm your host, Jackie McKeever. And on Victory Chat, we talk about personal development, faith, finance, books, and business. Because on Victory Chat, your victory starts here. Now for season two, we're doing a special, I'm so excited, I can't hardly get it out. We're doing a special segment. It's called Behind the Author's Pen. So Behind the Author's Pen is uh, an interview series where we get where we get to know the authors of books uh, a little bit better. We get all up in their business and we learn about the book that they've published. So today we have a special guest, Natasha Craig. She is the author of Metaphor, Metamorphosis, a story of lessons, growth, pain, and redemption. Hello, Natasha. How are you doing today? I'm absolutely fantastic. How about yourself? All right. Are you ready to get put in our hot seat and let us get all up in your business? <laughs> Girl, I was born ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm glad to hear that. So we're going to ask you a few questions. The first question is, why did you write this book? Um, well, this isn't like the first book I've ever written. It's just the one first one I've published. So I'm an avid romance novel junkie, proudly. Um, and so at first I wrote a book years ago, many moons ago, and it was a romance novel. And so being the novice that I was, I only put it on a PC. I didn't save it anywhere else. So as luck would have it, the computer crashed. So I lost the entire book. And so it's still in my head and I just never went back to it. And so about 2017, I was just sitting at home and I just, something said, I know now what the something was, but at that time I didn't know. So something just told me, start writing your, about yourself. So what you guys are getting to read is just like a therapy session between me, myself and I, about me, for me. And so I ended up writing it and it took a while to write it because I put it down and started it back up. But that's what made me just really want to share my story. I have quite a journey that I've taken here in life. And so I just wanted to be able to impact others with it. That's good. I know about putting something down because the book that I'm um, that I just wrote the first draft and I'm still editing and stuff. I <laughs> I started writing it five years ago and then I picked mm -hmm. it back up this year. Um, yeah. So the next question is, how long did it take you to write it? So because me putting it down, I started in 2017. I sat outside, which is very abnormal for me. I'm very much so not an outdoorsman. Um, I sat outside for about maybe three or four hours just writing and just kind of pouring my, my heart out into my cell phone. I was actually on the notes section of my phone. and I'm just writing and writing, writing. And then as luck would have it, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. So I put it down and I got busy and I started living life. And it wasn't until about 2020, I would say, I put it, picked it back up. And I really wanted to push beyond the comfortable parts of the book to get to the things I really didn't want to write about. Um, and so it took me that long, <laughs> a couple of years. But if I would not have put it down, hmm, probably about six months, you know, something somewhere along in there. But since I kind of just delayed and started living life and just put it on the back burner. It took a couple years, like three or four years. Were there any other delays in producing or writing this book? 
Um, so other than just having to push past the boundaries that I had put in my own life, you know, I'm a um, extremely personal and private person. So this is like my story. So some of this was, you know, my little secrets, things that, you know, you know how it goes. We say we're going to take those to the grave. Well, I decided to put them out there and tell everybody. Come on, so, uh, <laughs> so that was one of the delays, you know, just kind of pushing past mm-hmm. and going to those dark spaces that I really didn't want to delve into. And then in terms of just like the publishing process, I would say getting my cover art was the biggest hurdle for me because, you know, you want it to be representative of what you're talking about, of you, but then also you want to make sure legally you can use the images. So that took me a couple months to do Mm. that alone, just because I I just kept running into different delays with using certain apps and things like that. You just want to make sure they have permission to use the images. So that was the biggest hurdle for me. Editing was easy because this is um, a short story. So it was pretty easy. I'd done most of it myself. I edited it as I was going. So it kind of made it a little bit easier for my editor when she got a hold of it. Well, that's good. So um, who is this book written for? What audience? Um, well, my audience is women, you know, young and those that are forever young. I don't use those other languages. Um, the ones that are forever young, just all of us that are Um, I would say determined to push beyond whatever boundaries, the things that was in our past, our hurts, our past things that may have happened to us and just push forward to see what is, what could be if we just continue to shoot for the stars and just continue to aim and grow and heal the little girl that's within us. So it's primarily for women, even though if a man wants to read it, feel free to pick it up. I'm not stopping you, but um, it's more so kind of geared towards women and just women empowerment and us just kind of taking that time that's really needed to heal ourselves from the inside out because we can do all the superficial work you know lose weight we can fix this nip this tuck this but if you haven't healed from wounds that are past as my dad would say you'll bleed on people that didn't cut Mm. you and so I wanted to make sure in this body of work, we all just understand that you're not alone. All of us have something that we may not be exactly proud of, but those are your lessons. That's the makings of you. So you have to be proud of those things and also heal from those because, you know, in a book, who wants to read the next chapter before you end the last one? So that's how we have to look at life, you know, clean up those things before we progress in life. So those things won't come back to you later on in life because they do. I'm a living witness to that. Yeah. That is so true. When they come back, uh, sometimes they can be disguised as something else. Mm-hmm. I always talk, it's all, I, I refer to it as deferred pain. Deferred yes, pain. Yes. Um, <laughs> just real quick, I know we're interviewing about the book um, with the deferred pain. For those who don't understand that, um, I, I tell a story about a toothache. I went to a dentist one time and I had a toothache. And it was hurting me real bad. And I went to the t- a dentist and a dentist couldn't find anything wrong with me uh, as far as my tooth. Right. So I was like, well, why have I been in so much pain? And he said it, it was it's probably deferred pain. It may be your sinus, because the thing about that one area can cause pain in another area. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and uh, it's not a bad thing that you came to the dentist because you're, you're able to eliminate one of the possible causes. So mm-hmm. after the dentist, I went to my primary uh, physician and, you know, they did their thing. Long story short, I, when the sinuses, the sinus issue went away, so did the toothache. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I had she to said a word the, there. Okay, I had to deal with the underlying issue, which yes. was the sinus problem. I knew I had the sinus problem, but I wasn't dealing with the sinus problem. I was focused on the toothache, even though yes. the sinus issue was there. Um, I didn't. I didn't deal with it. I had to go back to square one and deal with the sinus. Yep. Yes, uh, you do. So the next, um, so the next question I was going to ask you if you, that was your first book, but you already answered that. So instead I'm going to change the question up and, 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 uh, ask you about the title of the book. Why did you title the book metaphor, uh, metamorphosis, a, a story of lessons, growth, pain, and redemption? What were you thinking when you came up with that title? Um, well, you know, the metamorphosis process, you know, they always have to go through the cocoon, the caterpillar stage. And then, you know, after they go in their cocoon, they come out and they're a, a beautiful butterfly. And so that's how I kind of equate my story. You know, I was once just a little caterpillar, just crawling around. You know, those were my lessons, my growths, my pains, you know. And then now that I'm at a stage in my life where God has blessed me to see this era in my life, to see that time in my life where I've discovered my purpose through him and now I'm living for him and for my purpose so now I'm able to say that I have completed my metamorphosis I've I've came to that state in my life where I feel my redemption is here you know all of those That's past amazing. hurts all of those past decisions that are made that I didn't necessarily like or you know not necessarily the proudest of they all made me they shaped me mm -hmm. into the woman that I am today and so without those who, you know, who knows where I would be. So it's just like, it's now it's my story. So I wanted people to know that we're all just, you know, we're walking and every day in life, you're learning and you're growing and you're becoming who you are. And so it's no necessary time frame that is going to happen in. But once you get there and once you heal yourself and you're delivered from all of those past things that may be hurting you, like you say, that deferred pain is real. It's real. Mm -hmm. You can fix everything else. I've been there. You know, we fix all the outs, the external things of ourselves, because as women, society puts this pressure on us. So we're thinking, oh, if I just fix my weight, if I fix my hair, if I, you know, make sure my nails are done, everything's going to be good. But that's all superficial. So once you got that, what's on the inside of you? What are you anchored to? I'm a faith based woman. So what is your faith? What are you anchored to? Come how on, is girl. it that you are, you know, how are you going to live your life? And so you have to Again, another quote from my dad, Bishop Hinton. <laughs> if you don't, um, if you're not, if you don't know who you are, you're let anybody assign you their agenda. And mm. so you have to know who you are and whose you are. So that's just where I'm at in life. And so when I think of the whole metamorphosis process of, you know, just butterflies, I have a huge obsession with butterflies. I absolutely love them, just the freeness, the beauty. And so that's how I look at women, myself included. We're beautiful. And sometimes you may be stuck in that cocoon, but oh mm. my God, girl, when you're done, beautiful. Come on through. Absolutely. I love absolutely that. Absolutely beautiful. Will there be other books in this genre? Yes, it will be. I'm still I, in this book here, the first book I wrote up until probably about 18. And so I'm going to finish it out. Um, I think it's going to be one more. At first, oh, I was going to do three. <laughs> yeah, it'll be Hi. just kind of because um, I heard it my first. story. Yeah, it's going to be a sequel. It's definitely going to be another book. I'm um, just kind of picking up where I left off talking about, you know, now after I've my 
first redemption or so I thought. I got a husband, I had children, I had a family, you know, so I think that was one of my cycles of feeling like I was redeeming myself from my past, not really knowing I still had a lot of work to do. So I was 18, a mother, a wife already. And so now I'm going to pick up in the next installation and tell you how I got here. That's awesome. So what reader, what, uh, what do you want readers to ultimately get out of this book? If you had like one or two things, what do you want readers to get when they read your book? So the first thing I want them to do is establish hope, you know, Mm. just to know that you can do anything like life is not over. I know, especially in these trying times that we're living in now. A lot of people are downtrodden, you know, dealing with depression Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I want them to pick this book up and understand that we're sisters. You're my page turning bestie. And so I'm here with you. So as you're reading this and I'm being transparent and letting you see my story, I want you to know that no matter where you're at in life, you can do better. It's going to get better. You just have to kind of pull yourself up. Remember who you are. Adjust your crown. And just keep pushing. All you have to do is just keep. You put one foot in front of the other. I promise you, you take the next one step. God takes the next one for you. So if you just get yourself to where you need to be, uh, it could be beautiful. And so I just want them to have hope and just establish some faith in their lives and just be proud of who they are. Like these wounds, as we like to call it, or tiger stripes or whatever you Mm want to call it. This is our story. God allowed you to go to those things for a reason. And if you just keep pushing and you keep pursuing yours yourself and uh, again my faith is in God but whatever you believe in whatever tap power you believe in believe in something believe in something higher than yourself because if you're just kind of anchoring yourself to these worldly things it's you're never going to get out of that cycle never that's good so what other books or authors inspire you now, you know, I'm going to be all over the place because as I told you, <laughs> I love, look, I love Jesus and romance novels, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so um, Priscilla Shire, um, I love Sarah Jakes oh, Roberts. Okay. I love reading mm-hmm. their books. Um, and though, so then we get back to like the um, romance side of it. I love Brenda Jackson. When I tell you I love that woman, she's like my sister in my head. I love her. Um, <laughs> Just, you know, when I was first reading books, Frances Ray, of course, um, I just loved her as well. Um, her body of work was amazing. Um, Christina C. Jones, they, I just love the passion that they write with. And the stories are always relatable. While I do love romance novels, I don't like fantasy. <laughs> so I like it to be realistic. And so I love that, you know, they keep their characters realistic and transparent. And that's just what I'm all about. So those are a couple of writers that I love. Love, love. Awesome. Um, so my next question is what advice would you give somebody just writing their book? Um, just keep pushing, keep writing. If you're wanting to write and you haven't started, just start. Like, you know, a lot of times, um, just depending on what you're writing about, it could be very therapeutic for you. So just start writing, just do it. Don't hesitate. Just sit down, start writing and just have patience with yourself and have a little bit of grace with yourself. It's not easy. Sometimes life gets in the way. So don't beat yourself up if it takes longer than what you feel or YouTube told you it should take, you know, or Instagram told you it should take. Just be patient with yourself and give yourself grace and just keep going. Just keep writing. That's, that's all I can tell you. Just keep typing, pinning, whatever you're doing, however you like to do it, but just keep going, keep pushing. You got a story to tell and it's there for a reason. So if, if God put it in you, go and put it out. 
That's amazing. I love that. Especially the part where you said therapeutic, because I've been interviewing some um, different authors in different genres. And, you know, everyone has their their reason why they wrote the book, but each one of them received something from it other than monetary uh, reasons. It was therapeutic to them, whether it was joy of writing, Mm -hmm. being creative or or the reason was honoring somebody. They they felt good because they were able to just remember that person who they wrote the book for. Uh-huh. you know so it's amazing I I just love books so I had to do this series uh-huh. anyway yeah. so uh, my last and final question is can you give the listeners and my YouTube people if you're listening to this on YouTube make sure you subscribe to my channel and click the notification bell so yeah. that you can watch the the next video and anyway uh, give them and a, click like and share. Don't forget that. Okay. Like and share. There you go. Thank you. Click like You're and welcome. Share. So um, can you give them a sample of your book or a quick blurb mm. and tell them where they can find your book? Absolutely. So I have the book in my hand here. This is my book. And so I'm just going to read the little insert that I put in the back because it's very personal, something I wrote and I feel very connected to it. Um, And it just reads the little one within. I believe that we all have the little girl version of ourselves living within us. Despite our trials, testimonies and failures, she's still there. She still believes in anything, believes that anything is possible. She believes in happily ever afters and enjoys seeing bright skies and rainbows. She's free, she's imaginative, and she's fearless. That's important. Her crown needs no adjusting because she still believes. It is our responsibility to tap into her, to heal her, and not just allow her to be quieted and thrown away. It's those ideals of limitless boundaries that allows us to see light in our darkest hours. Little Natasha inspired me to pour my emotions into this body of work without limits. She helped the adult me believe that anything was possible. Because of her, I'm meeting you, you, and all of your readers and your listeners. And to me, that is truly one of my greatest joys. Um, It's my hope that after reading this, you feel inspired. Know that you are beautiful and that you are enough. As for me, my journey is still being lived. My story is still being written. I've lived and I've learned. And well, this is my story to be continued. So if you would like to purchase this, you can purchase it on Amazon (laughs) and you can just search Natasha Craig Metamorphosis. It'll pull up. um, And so you can get it here. It's available on ebook, on Kindle and also on paperback. That's wonderful. Y'all make sure y'all go and purchase her book. Like she said, it's on um, Amazon. She's a beautiful writer. Um, just that sample and stuff that should make y'all want to take your credit cards and go to Amazon. Okay. Yes, <laughs> uh, yes. Just that. And the thing about Amazon is that you can follow the author. So when she got, when she has another book, you, Amazon will notify you of the next book. So don't yes. just buy the book, make sure you follow her on the yes. Amazon page. Um, yes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this conversation I with you. I did too. Um, thank you for letting us go behind your author's pen. Thank you for sharing so much. Thank you for writing, t- uh, t- taking the time and, and courage to share your story with the world. Um, I look forward to seeing more to you with uh, from you. 
Um, anyway, thank you so much. <laughs> You're so welcome. Like I you're said, welcome. thanks for having me. You're welcome. Y'all make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe. Click the notification bell so that you'll know when another uh, broadcast post and for those listeners on my podcast make sure you subscribe to my podcast because i have tons of more interviews more training more uh things that'll help you take your life and your business back because on victory chat with jackie mcgeever remember your victory starts here thank you again (laughs) you're so welcome thank you